18 minutes it is before 9 p.m. You tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. It's our culture talk uh, where we uh, catch up with South Africans that are doing uh, great work in the world of the arts and the creative economy and uh, I guess in some contributing uh, to the uh, progression and the evolution of our culture as a society. And uh, my next guest is certainly falls into that vein squarely. Uh, she's a visual artist, a performer. Uh, who is known for her work in the world of fine arts, which uses photography, film, sculpture, uh, installations, and drawing to explore issues of spirituality, politics, and African knowledge systems. And uh, uh, if, uh, I guess, um, you're interested in some of her work, uh, take a listen to this uh, small vignette of a piece from uh, some of her work uh, titled Falling uh, to get a sense of uh, the kind of next guest that we have, who is uh, Stembilem Cezanne. Sembilem Sezane, good evening to you and welcome. Hi, I am Wanga Gunzani. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. But I had to play that one uh, because uh, <laughs> yeah, the, that's I one of my you. favorite songs at Chimurenga. Uh, I had to play that one. Um, I didn't know but, you were going to play it. It gave me chills. And thank you because I'm yeah. a bit nervous. I was just like, actually, actually. <laughs> yeah, this is a safe space, uh, so so certainly don't feel any nerves. Um, I think yeah. all of us here in the Metro FM Talk family, uh, you know, share a, say, a similar value system and a value set, I guess, to the to what informs a lot of your work, uh, which uh, I must say is, is very overtly political, uh, if I can say that. Let's maybe start off there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen a few pieces of yours. Um, you know, the one is just outside the doors of Parliament. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the other is, a, I guess, a recreation of that sort of uh, May Day workers, uh, yeah. women workers of the world uh, image. Yeah. And then, of course, it's the one that we that just, one. yeah, yeah. And then there's the one we just played, and of course, uh, some of your latest work as well. There seems to be yeah. a golden thread that goes through it, uh, which is really about saying, you know, uh, laying claim, I guess, to justice, uh, but also questions of spirituality and. Mm. Uh, identity and uh, African knowledge as well. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I think when I started out, my work was very overtly political and there's still traces of it now. And before it was more um, like a concern that women have contributed so much in society in general, but also specifically in South African society. And yet it felt like there was a huge silence and a huge like mutedness of just our the appreciation of our work. So um, I started looking at like going in the city and just looking at the fact that there was so much presence of male dominance. And it was specifically like colonial, white, Africana, 
um, and European men, but also in the new democracy, we have like a lot of male statues and it's like, where are the women? Why can I not see myself in this landscape? Mm. Um, and then thereafter, I think, or not thereafter, but during that time, there was that, that need to reassert, you know, the presence of women and, and our spirits within sure. um, everyday experiences on the road, you know, because women try and shrink themselves because we are afraid of being targeted. We are afraid of um, catcalling. We're afraid of being raped. We just don't want to be seen in that way. And it's like, actually, mm. why, why can't we just be bold? Because we contribute so much and like we are... We're beautiful as well. Like, we shouldn't be ashamed to dress in certain ways. We shouldn't be ashamed mm. or afraid to speak. Um, but after a while, that got a bit tiring for me, quite honestly, having sure, to say, no, sure. but we are here, we are present, you know, reassert, reaffirm ourselves, you know. And it was like, can't we just be? Like, can't we just be, like, easy and be present without having to mm. fight and scream, you know? So that's where the spiritual thread came in, which was, Funny enough, still in the political work, but I just didn't know because um, the work that I did um, between 2013 and 14 was works where I was standing on top of a, a white box, um, juxtaposed with statues. And then a year later, two years later from the time I started, the Rose Must Fall movement started. And I was like, oh, hello. I was like, okay, clearly there is something going on in the consciousness of people just in general. And I've been led here to be part of this as well during this movement. So when the road mm. um, statue was removed at the University of Cape Town, um, I didn't necessarily make work for the removal, but I was having dreams about a bird that was connected to um, Cecil Road um, in the late 1800s, which is a, a little sculpture, which is a monument really, a small one though, from Great Zimbabwe. And when I found this out, I was like, oh, interesting. You know, mm. and What's then, that, the Munumutapa bird? Is, is that what, what that is? It's the bird that's on the flag of, um, yes, yes. Of, 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 yes. So, I mean, there were eight of them, and some of them left the country and they returned, but there's still one that is still missing, um, mm. and that's the one that is in um, Rhodes' Khutiskir estate here in Cape Town. Well, mm. in Cape Town there, sorry. Um, and till this day, the Zimbabwe nation have asked for this bird to be returned and still has not been returned. And so I understood my practice to be somewhat not just political, but spiritual as well. And that's when I started to move into the spiritual to find out why is it um, there is this like call to be still, but call to just mm. also be like, you can't always be fighting with black people. Gekataza. You know, like, sure, sure. when do we get to be um, loved? When do we get to show mm. love? When do we get to be cared for, you know? Um, yeah. And those traces are found in my current work, Isimo, which is a short okay. film that I created recently for my fellowship sure. um, with the Mellon Foundation. Let's do this, Sistembele. Before we go into Isimo, let's take a brief break. And uh, when we come back, uh, we'll unpack, I guess, a lot of what you're saying and uh, this idea of just being ourselves, which uh, uh, certainly in my view is also an act of resistance in a world uh, that is circumscribed uh, what we ought to be under what conditions and, uh, you know, uh, geographically where. And uh, we'll continue with that after this. 
Eight minutes it is before 9 p.m. It's uh, the Thursday edition of Metro FM Talk, and we have our culture talk this evening where I'm joined by visual artist and performer Stembilem Sezane. And uh, we're talking all things spirituality, politics, African knowledge systems, all through the multiple mediums that uh, she uses uh, to, uh, I guess, uh, put together her works of art, and uh, which are no doubt statements and social commentary in and of themselves. And Stembilem, I was making a point uh, just before we, we had to go to the break which is, yeah. you know, uh, this idea, I guess, of the political evolution of your work. Um, and in a sense, you know, uh, many people have argued that um, even to create in conditions that uh, don't necessarily, for many of us, give rise to, you know, any notions of creativity. I mean, uh, all of us have mm. to think about primordial needs just of survival day to day. Even that mm. is an act of resistance. Um, and, and so I find that very interesting, I guess, within the context of all of the things we need to unshackle ourselves from. But that being said, your work, Isimo, uh, is an mm. interesting, I guess, interrogation of, uh, you know, how we deal with our current context uh, within, I guess, a specific ecological framework at a time mm. where, you know, much of what is being called for from a justice perspective is also about ensuring that we continue to conserve our environment uh, um, and allow it to contribute to relearning our own knowledge systems as Africans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Isimo, um, for me, was a pivotal piece in just trying to get the ideas that I've been grappling with for, like, quite a while, you know, just like, okay, so we live in a climate that is not necessarily always the best for your mental wellness, for your spiritual wellness, you know, in physical, in, in all sense of um, wellness, like, and how does one then begin to find that wellness? So, in the film, it's not always about, um, you know, just ignore all the things that are happening around you. It's saying that even through adversity, you know, we need to find ourselves. We need to be able to find that stillness, that love that that makes us feel whole, you know. Um, and even, like, I grapple with this a lot because when I'm in conflict or when I find that there's people who are in conflict, you know, like, they lose a lot of themselves. So I, it has been a conscious thing for myself to try and, and, and make an environment where I will feel whole. Because how does, one, how does one hear messages that may be for them if they are always in conflict or always worried about something? Like, do you even still dream? Because dreaming for me um, is a very important part of my practice. You know, it's a knowledge mm. system in itself. So, you know, when does your mind settle? You know, can you even hear it was like in Malikshebeda, was Nalikolipela Payan, Awuz, and Goba, we are lost on this card, Wunzima, you know? Um, and even sometimes, you know, like, even if Abagin and Kababa tell me Kolipe, but Mazo Kwaisa about like certain problems that may be coming um, towards you and how to solve them. So if you're not in a space where it feels like you you can actually make decisions that can make you whole as a person, how how do you even claim wooting you know? So this is what Isimo also puts in there. It's, it's not always about um, it being like, oh, I'm in the mountains, although that's what it looks like, you know? But it's like there are lessons sure. in everything. And even yeah. when you're going through all of the, the hardships, take a moment, recognize the hardship, but then also remember who you are and where you come from 
and be connected to your roots and to your spirituality, which I have found mm. for me has grounded me a lot. And also, sure, sure. like, you know, it's not just plants, but in the, mm. in the whole film, it's speaking about medicine just in general. So the medicine mm. of just playing, you know, playing with children, playing with yourself, not taking yourself seriously, drawing, you know, um, looking at the rocks, or the, the late Babu Kredomuta, you know, he yes, speaks yeah. about us awakening the part of our human consciousness that feels. And this is the mother mind, you know, and he says that, mm-hmm. um, the mind, like sometimes the mind envelops in all kinds of directions, but you need to be a person that feels. He attributes the thought as coming from the womb in Zulu culture, you know, and he asks us mm-hmm. that whatever gender we are to think in similar ways. So even if you're a man or you're a person who doesn't necessarily sub- subscribe to gender, you know, you need to have a mother mind. You need to feel everything that's around you. Um, yeah. Because I suppose when you, when you have these hardships, but you are in a feeling space, you're in a grounded space, you can make more logical decisions. Mm, and make more sense of, of, I guess, where you are. Uh, because in many ways, I guess, our lives are an intergenerational relay. Um, you exactly. know, we're here for a specific um, amount of time. And of course, we'll have to pass the baton to somebody else thereafter Mm. um the other thing i'm quite interested in is i guess some of your aesthetic choices in your visual work Um, talk to Mm -hmm. me about some of the symbolism some of the themes that you explore there um and maybe i guess uh, also the the creative process well what works for you and what doesn't is this with isimo or just in general no just in general not 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 necessarily oh okay So um, the kinds of symbolism that I usually use in my work, I use hair quite often. Um, I used to mix between like human hair and and artificial hair, but I now have questions around using um, human hair because of like the history of just like um, institutions collecting human remains and where these... um, artifacts or call them artifacts and if they're in a an artwork i suppose it kind of becomes similar thing that you have a white institution that now owns a piece of a person so i've kind of stayed away now from using human hair um i use artificial hair now and hair for me is um the tether between ourselves and the and our ancestors and i usually use black or gray hair um i use bells in my work as well because bells have a very spiritual significance, but they also have a signaling, you know. So you signal to someone that something is about to happen. But it is also something in African spirituality, you know, and even not just African spirituality, in spirituality just in general, Christianity, you know. Um, I use candles quite a bit. I make installations with candles, and I get into trouble with the museum sometimes because they have, like, fire and health um safety precautions mm. that they need to adhere to. But I'm like, you are, we're making art, right? And what we call art, but if you invite a black artist like myself, you know, you're inviting me with all of my background and my history. Sure, and what sure. you call art, maybe it, there is no name like that in my language, but this is how I understand what I do. Mm. And what I do, mm. you know, so you can't tell sure. me what you I can't put these candles on because you understand by bringing me into a space, what you are inviting, you know, I and mean, using, 
like electro, uh, electronic candles and stuff like that would, prob- would probably not. Yeah, it wouldn't feel the same. I had an installation yeah. once where I had like about um, 40 candles that were burning and I was told only 10 could burn. But I had left someone to do the work. And I'm glad that they didn't hear me because when I walked in, the first feeling I felt was shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, there's like so many candles that I lit. But soon after there was a calmness. You know, I didn't even say anything to that person. Mm. I was just like, yes, this is the feeling I was trying to evoke. And when yeah, I came back later yeah. on in the evening, people in that room were sitting down. Some were laying down. Some were like quiet. There were like whispers. It felt like a sanctuary. Mm. And that was exactly what I wanted to sure, create. Sure. You know? Stimulate. So, yeah. Unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it here, but uh, just a brief one in 30 seconds or so. Where can people access some of your work? Uh, would have loved to talk about your residency as well, but unfortunately, it's a little clash. Okay. So you can look at some of my work on www.setembile-sezane.com. That's my website. And um, I will be doing a residency, or I am doing a residency at the Sainsbury Center, here in the UK, Norwich, and um, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen with that work, but it might be online um, at the end of this okay. residency. Um, awesome yeah, and just like the stay, stay tuned on to my, my Instagram. I'm at sure. on Instagram, and yeah, there's exhibitions coming up in the future, so it'll awesome be a good Thank you very much for your time. We really appreciate it. Stembilem Sezane, and uh, we're going to have to leave it there for this evening. Thank you very much uh, for your time. It's a little after 9 p.m., folks, and uh, wishing you all a uh, Stay safe on the roads, and uh, let's make sure, of course, uh, we get to our loved ones and we make it back uh, to our places of work. You have yourself a great evening. Take strength, Africa.